Hello and hola friends. Welcome to the Medicine, Marriage, and Money podcast, the only podcast for dual physician couples who want to achieve marital interdependence and financial freedom together. In this podcast, you will learn how to show up as the best version of yourself so that you can love intentionally and build a stronger and more financially savvy relationship with your spouse. And I am your host, a physician mom, a doctor's wife, and a life coach, Dr. Kate Mangona. Welcome, bienvenidos. Okay. Hi, sweet friends. Okay. So my name is Kate Mangona and I am the host and founder here at Medicine, Marriage and Money. And today I wanted to give you guys a chance to think, write down, contemplate all of your accomplishments from 2021. I know you're like, um, we already did that. Well, maybe you didn't. Maybe you actually didn't. Did you actually write them down? So today is January 6th. Okay. So tomorrow marks one week into the new year of 2022. And what am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to go back and throw gratitude on everything that you have accomplished in 2021. And then moving forward, we're going to talk a little about 2022 in about five minutes. But first, why do I want you to do this? Well, I'm part of a couple Facebook groups of entrepreneurial Facebook groups. And one of them, oh, it asks you to write, you do this exactly this. And until I did it, I did not realize how much I had accomplished and how much positive things that happened in my life that affected my whole family and affected my marriage. And because this is medicine, marriage, and money, I really want you guys to think about all the things that you did in 2021 that you never imagined that you would do or that you wanted to do, didn't think you were going to have time to do. Like Things like go on on um, on a particular vacation, right? Especially because not everybody traveled during during COVID, but maybe you actually found a way to do it, to make it safe for you and your family. Maybe you found a way to celebrate your birthday, to make extra time to see your spouse in the mornings before work or in the evenings or catch up. Or even yet, I know some of you guys out there uh, stopped your nine to five jobs or your big physician jobs altogether. You created more space, more time in your life for the things that really matter. And I want you to just take a moment and celebrate those. And maybe you didn't. So maybe you are still at work. I'm still at work. And maybe it was a a publication. For me, no, it wasn't a publication. For me, it was actually being part of something greater, being part of actually a coaching program that I'm starting in the Society of Pediatric Radiology. Me not, I'm not heading it, but I'm helping to start running the background. So I'm, I'm helping do that. Okay. What did you, maybe you found a coach this year. Maybe you actually were introduced to a new, to coaching for your first time in your life, to a podcast, to personal growth. You know, maybe you started to become more uncomfortable because you're realizing that you need to grow more because you've already been at your physician job for so long. You, it's, it's uh, actually gives you that space to put down the, whatever it is, pediatric internal medicine surgery books for a moment and focus on yourself, what's inside of you and then your relationship, right? Maybe you became a parent. Maybe you become a parent of a teenager. Maybe you gained a new perspective as a parent, uh, whether that be sleep training, more patience, learning how to handle puberty, whatever it is you're going through in your house, that's a win. Okay. And write it down, write it down so you can see it. Maybe you started real estate investing or just picked up 
picked up listening to podcasts or vlogs on real estate investing and putting some money away so that you're able to invest in your next deal. Maybe you're checking in with yourself more mentally. You're doing more mental checks, whether that means you're seeing a counselor or therapist or just going to the spa to get a massage at least once a month, if that's your thing. Some people go to the, I actually have gotten a massage one time in my life, not saying everybody needs to do that. I like to do my own nails. That's actually something I kind of picked up. I found that I can do my own nails while I'm in a meeting (laughs) and then I can continue working because I'm at my computer rather than spending an hour or two hours going out, going to the salon, getting them done. And then they make me smile when I look at them. Not all the time, as you can see, they're not done right now. They're kind of in the middle of it. But what is it you're doing to help your own self mental check-in? Okay. And then maybe you took a new course, you took a new class, you learned a new skill, or you just, you use some of these ever-present faces on Facebook who are like, I'm thinking embrace your inner cook. I'm thinking eat home, eat Rome heal. You know, some of our people we see that are cooking in the kitchen, you know, and, and taking those skills and then actually implementing it at home. Last night I made spaghetti squash with my toddlers. My two-year-old was making spaghetti squash. My four-year-old that, I mean, they were just becoming more interactive. Whereas Uh, you know, last year, I think I would have been taking it all on myself to just do all the cooking, not get everybody involved. And then I'd be more cranky because I'd be doing the dish. You know, I would not be okay. Activity time asking my four-year-old it's time to, it's time to take the dishes and put them away. So I I line them up, my four-year-old, my two-year-old, at least they help me. They get engaged. They start putting things away. They start So what I'm trying to say is so many things happen in your life. And this is what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to sit there on Facebook or on Instagram or on LinkedIn. I don't even go to LinkedIn, so I don't know what's there, but I know Facebook and I know LinkedIn. And as I scroll, I see all those highlight reels, all of them, the ones of like all these professional photo shoots, boom, 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 boom. There's like hundreds of them or like all the beautiful, shiny purses or looks, right? Fashions, whatever it is. Maybe it's other people's accomplishments too. Like I see this because I'm I'm a real estate investor. So also people, and then you'll see the high rate reel of all the properties they own, all the properties they bought. Like I'm not saying that any of this is bad because I love professional photos and I love properties and I love bags and I love jewelry and I love looking at them. But when you're sitting there and you're endlessly scrolling and mindlessly on Facebook and Instagram, all those beautiful things, What you're not doing is looking at yourself and looking at your own accomplishment. And for me personally, last week, the first week of January, this past week, it was much easier to sit there and scroll on Facebook and Instagram because I was in the hospital seven days in a row. I was on the entire New Year's week and on call all New Year's weekend and finally caught a breather on Monday and didn't want to do anything but sit down and cuddle my baby and take a nap. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to be productive. And so it is easy to scroll, but then I want you to make sure that as you're scrolling, you're not just comparing yourself to everyone else's perfect quote unquote world. So this is your time. Pause this video. If you need to write down three, four, five, I'm sure you have a hundred things, but start with 10, start with 10 things positive that you accomplished this year. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be accomplishments, right? 
It can just be things that, well, patience. I can tell I have more patience. Why? Well, because last year at this time, when I'm on a, on a Zoom call, on a meeting, I would not have wanted my daughter to come and hang on my back. But I actually did that today and didn't bother me. So think of all the things you did. Planning, planning time, anything at work, from promotions or to cutting back clinical hours. You know, I go either way, maybe more unconditional love. And how can you actually measure that? Having more unconditional love, you get to decide. Maybe you hired somebody, you know, maybe it's not your own accomplishment. Maybe it's somebody else's, as in you hired a, a chef to come to your house once a month or drop off food every week. Maybe you hired a nanny. Maybe you hired an extra babysitter. Maybe you hired a designer. I hired a designer this year to help me with my new house that we're renovating. And let me tell you, that has helped me, my mentality, my sanity, and it has helped my marriage. So after you write down those 10 things, what I want you to do is go back and look at that list and then circle all the things that positively affected your marriage. Why? Because this is medicine, marriage, and money, y'all. And we are grateful for the relationships we are in. And if we can't be, then we we figure out whether we want to be on them or not. But so let's be grateful for the relationships we're in. If we're in the right relationship, we're going to find ways to be grateful. So circle all the things, which ones affected me and my spouse in a positive way. Now, if there's anything you didn't circle, ask yourself why. Because chances are all the accomplishments and all the people you hired in your help to help you, my, like my, my, um, my spouse, my hubby, he had a, hired a scribe at work to help him through his busiest clinical days. And while that was something that is really only in his life, yes, it rolls over into both of our lives. Why? Because he can come home an extra hour earlier. He can take that mental energy out of his head, the mental clutter, and hand it to somebody else. He's asking for help. And sometimes that's really hard. That is really hard for us to do, especially when we're when we might have a hard time saying goodbye to some money that we want to see coming into our account. So what is it worth to you? Okay. Positive affect your marriage. What was it? Now I want to shift into 2022 and looking forward. Now it is day six of January. Well, I'm recording this actually while I'm with you here live on Facebook, and this will be uh, published on my podcast in on day ten. So this will be day ten. Day ten. So looking into 2022, I'm not saying to create New Year's resolutions. I actually used to create New Year's resolutions, and I tend not to do that anymore for multiple reasons. One is I'm just creating new goals all the time. I'm revamping that. So, and, and I, and I don't just hold on to the same goal every year. Like they change, they fluctuate. My goals change as my life changes dynamic. And that's the thing. If you create a new year's resolution and then at the end of the year, you didn't accomplish it. Are you going to be sad? Are you going to be disappointed? Are you going to be down on yourself? Wouldn't it be better to recognize what's a better goal for you? And let me just give you some examples here. Okay, so we moved out of 2021 being grateful into 2022, what we are going to 
look forward to? How are we going to propel? What kind of momentum? How do we want to live our life for the next year? And okay. Oh yeah. I was doing this little funny thing on Instagram the other day with my, my baby, my, my baby, I was holding her and it like puts this little bar above your head. And it says in 2022, I should, and then it says like, I should get a new job. I should buy a new car and like all these, I shoulds. And I was like, oh my gosh, in the coaching world, we don't use the word should. Why not? Well, because should is a very shame shameful word. Like it just invokes shame inside of you. Like, and these, here are some examples. Like I should lose weight. I, I should, I know, I know I should lose 20 pounds. I hear my mom saying that. Like I heard, I've heard my mom saying that half my life. Yeah. I know. I really should lose 20 pounds. My doctor told me, you know, my pant, like the, my old pants don't fit the way they used to fit. I mean, come on, mom. How are your pants from 30 years ago going to fit you the same that they're going to fit you now? <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, I love you. You don't need to lose 20 pounds. You don't, you should not have to say I should lose 30. That, oh, it gets so hard. Then you never do it. Why? Because you're thinking about it all the wrong way. And the other things, oh, I should eat healthier. I should eat cleaner. I should clean up my diet. I shouldn't eat so much meat. Well, that doesn't make you feel good. And if you're not feeling good about a resolution, are you ever really going to do it? Because you may have these goals, but if you're not feeling it, then the actions will not follow. And then the results won't be there. Also, spending less money, spending less or investing less. How many times have you said, oh, I shouldn't have spent that? Or, yeah, I should really invest more money. And then do you actually do it? Or is it that when you're like really excited about purchasing something in the future about a vacation, you're like, I, yeah, I am so excited because I'm going to have this fun. And you're thinking about all this stuff and you're not shitting yourself. I should, should, should spend less money on this and this. You're just like, okay, I'm putting money in the bucket because I'm excited to reach this goal. Right. It's like a different mindset shift of thinking instead of thinking about what you should do. So you're thinking about what really is going to make a difference in your life, that experience you're going to have with your family, the freedom you're going to have from investing more in a certain real estate property, the way your mind is going to grow when you invest in coaching or you know, counseling or therapist, maybe to heal past trauma, whatever that is. Again, oh, I should organize my finances. I should organize the office. No, no, no shoulds. I should spend more time with my spouse. No, you don't have to spend more time with my spouse. You can spend more time with your spouse if you want to, but don't do it out of the, do you want your, your honey hanging out with you being like, yeah, I'm hanging out with you because I should No, who wants that. Okay. So let's move into a, some examples of better goals or the kind of resolutions that maybe you can take with you. So maybe you just want to feel, I want to feel beautiful in my own skin. Why? Because you are. I mean, because that's your skin and you're living in it. So there's no shooting about it. Like you're beautiful on the inside and the outside. So find a way to love yourself, right? 
Love yourself unconditionally. Love your children. Love your spouse unconditionally. How can you do that? First, you can start by being aware of when you're not doing it and why. And then shift into, how can I just love more? First, it starts with yourself. Okay? So if you're not loving yourself unconditionally, it's going to be really hard to love other people. And this is what I want to, I want to give one example here. So we tend to see in others, their faults, the faults that we see in ourselves first. So if we're upset at somebody else because they are not performing the way we want them to perform, it's usually because we're not performing in a way that we think is a hundred percent and we're down on ourselves. So we're going to get down on other people. Okay. Uh, some other, so just, just be aware about that. Also, uh, another, another great goal for the year. If instead of let's organize, I need, I should organize my finances. Let's just take something off your plate, set up automatic payments, whatever it is. You don't have automatic payments for your, you know, your, your mortgage, your rent, your, your insurance, credit card payments, at least so it takes up the minimum, right? And then if, if you don't feel like you're going to have enough in, in to, to cover it, what else? What else? Oh, I got this wire poking out here. Nobody told me about. <laughs> find another goal, find an accountability partner, a loving accountability partner. Why? Well, because I believe that love and connection is the, what, like the number one most important love and connection. That's why we're human. That's what makes us human is that need, that want, that desire for love and connection. Uh, except for the host Herbert's who is not listening to me right now. <laughs> and then another good goal. Uh, and this is if you're a physician, if you're an entrepreneur, if you are in healthcare at any, or in, in, in sales, right? In, in, in uh, hospitality, serve your people from the heart. Why? Because they are your people. You have been invited into their world. They are coming to you for support. Okay. So it's not about should, it's because they're your people. And when you're unconditionally loving yourself and unconditionally trying to love others, then you can start to serve more and more people without that love, without feeling beautiful in your own skin, without not having to worry about every little thing in the life without accept, without accepting the chaos, it's really hard to just serve your people. So, and with that, I want to leave you guys with just one word, okay? Just to pick your one power word from the year. And for, for this next year, I, I'll just share with you my power word for last year was unconditional love. And I determined that after six days of intense date with destiny, a relationship conference. It was like a 16 hour day conference. And I decided unconditional love was just who I wanted to become and who I wanted to embody. Now, did I master unconditional love? I don't know. I don't know if anybody could ever master it because that means you are loving regardless of how angry or upset or frustrated you are. Now I kept it in my mind and it helped center me and it helped remind me. Now it will still be on my list, but the words and this is the word that pops in my head every time something's get difficult. When I start to feel stuck, right? Because that's when we start 
when we start getting, um, just get stuck in our own head, when we get confused, when we become overwhelmed, those are those those indulgent emotions that we just cycle through in our minds. This is the word you want to pull you out. So pick a word that you want to embody. So last year, mine was unconditional love. Yours can be joy. Yours can be grateful. Yours can be persistence. I actually uh, posted this in my Facebook group the other day. Some, or in my, uh, some people actually emailed me back their power words. They're really good. There was, yeah, there was joy, um, cheerful, uh, persistence, determination, motivation. Mine, I actually picked three. <laughs> And I should probably narrow it down to one. Oh, look at myself. I'm shooting myself, you guys. Okay, so I picked three for this year. Okay, number one, and I think I'm going to stick with two, two, but I picked three to start out with. And I like all C words, calm, compassionate, and curious. Why did I choose these, choose these for me? Because my house is crazy, y'all. I've got three kids. They're all talking all the time now. The baby talks. The two-year-old talks like crazy now. She used to be very silent until about two years old. The four-year-old never stopped talking ever. And then the dog occasionally is barking. And then, of course, if you know my husband, he likes to talk too. <laughs> and me, me. <laughs> so I have I have to recenter myself. Calm amidst the chaos. Calm amidst the chaos. And I actually practiced this today. You know, when, when my daughter could have been getting on my nerves before I kept calm, kept just saying that to myself, how can I be more calm in the situation? Compassionate and curious. And I think I'm going to go with calm and curious and curious because when I start to get angry, I'm only thinking about myself. Why? this is causing pain or why this is not bringing me joy, right? That's why we get angry because we feel like our needs are not being met. We feel like somebody is doing something to us. We feel a little out of control and therefore we're angry. So in order to stay out of that, I'm going to remind myself to be curious, put myself in their shoes, put myself in the universe's shoes. Why is all of this happening? Hmm. Why? Like, like my little four-year-old, I'm just going to constantly ask myself, why? Why am I angry? Because that happened. Why does that make me angry? Why? Why, 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 why? And if you've ever coached with me, you know, I never stop asking you why, okay, to get to the bottom of it, regardless of how, what a mess my house looks like, how many dishes are piled high in the sink, how many crumbs and seeds from whatever people are eating are on the floor and on their high chairs, okay, you know, regardless of how loud they scream, regardless of how late I get home from work or how late I make it to work. Okay, I will remain calm and compassionate and curious. And not only compassionate towards myself, compassionate towards the other most important people in my life, my spouse and my children, and 
all of you, all of my listeners, believe me, I don't get all positive comments. Okay. I will remain compassionate, not only to the people who show love in my life, but also to the people who do not. And then curious, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So those are my power words, my friend. I invite you now to think of what you really want to embody, what it is you want to invite in your life, what you could, what could grow, what could help you as a person grow into the person you want to be. Okay. What's holding you back? Is it anger? Okay. Well, what do you want to be instead of angry? Is it timid? Is it scared? What do you want to be instead of scared? Maybe it's courage. So as a recap of what we talked about today, you needed to create, you get to create your list of at least 10 reasons you are thankful for 2021. Hey, circle all the ones that have affected your marriage in a positive way. All the ones you haven't circled, figure out why. Okay, then moving into 2022, figure out if you did New Year's resolutions, are you shooting yourself? You know, are you going to be upset if you don't actually accomplish them? That's the key. Because let me tell you, y'all, I know I didn't actually accomplish unconditional love, which was my New Year's resolution for last year, which was my power word. I know. But am I disappointed? Hell no. Sorry. No, I don't say that on my... (laughs) No! I am not disappointed because unconditional love is like infinity loop. It never ends and I can continuously work on it for the rest of my life. Same thing with my new words this year, calm, compassionate, and curious. Okay, so... Spend spend five minutes of your time, I promise. Five minutes of your time. I promise this does not have to take long. Five minutes of your time creating what you're grateful for from 2021 and then circling those things that affected your marriage in a positive way and then five minutes of your time figuring out what's keeping you stuck. What what was the, the biggest thing in 2021 that caused anger or resentment? disgust, sadness, fear, whatever it was, and what do you want to see instead? Okay, pick out that one word and then figure out how you're going to use that one word for the next week, the next month, the next 12 months. Okay, my friends, so much love to you and your spouse. And you know where to find me. I am always here. I am available as your coach here on Facebook, as your coach here on my podcast, Medicine, Marriage, and Money, I am available as a coach one-on-one. And I will be announcing soon that I actually also join um, to be a coach in somebody else's coaching group. So look for that announcement. Reach out to me if you have any questions with your power words, with maybe your top goal, your your top gratitude uh, from 2021. And uh, I hope to hear from you. See you soon. Much love. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional, medical, or financial advice. The opinions provided on this podcast are those of myself 
or the invited guest alone. They do not represent the opinions of any particular institution. Always seek the advice of your physician or financial advisor with any questions you may have of a medical condition or financial plan. This is for your entertainment only.